Paji, thank you so much for coming on my podcast, Too British to Be Asian. I was very excited for you to come on because I've been looking at your page. I just came across your page and I didn't know that there was a sort of a community out there of um, women aging gracefully and actually embracing their grey hair. It's just, um, Mm -hmm. I've been talking a lot about beauty standards and what we as South Asians perceive as beauty. And I came across your page and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And you really are embracing. And you actually look like you're enjoying having your silver hair. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what yeah. you love about it. Tell me what inspired you to like kind of embrace um, your grey hair. So, so I just had my second child like about three years ago. And after I had him, I noticed that, I mean, I've had greys always at the front. I've always been like a hairline grey person. And it um, didn't bother me too much. I remember about five years ago when I saw them, I was plucking them out from over here. I'm God, that must have hurt. That. <laughs> that must have really hurt. Yeah, I know, but beauty is pain, right? Yeah. Beauty is pain, you know, and foot, 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 right? <laughs> then I had him and he was a lot more demanding than my first child was. And I think also because I'd gotten older as well, I was four years older mm. when I had my second child. And... Um, because he was more demanding, I would still feel like, okay, you know, just do my hairline, even at home. And I had mm. my highlights that I'd go to the salon to do. Yeah. And it was just, it just became a chore. It wasn't something I enjoyed anymore. And I've enjoyed dyeing my hair literally since I'd started, which was the age of 25. I have loved it. I've loved having these different looks, you know. Mm. I've been in the salon chair just like chatting away and thinking, oh my god yeah I can't wait for the end look and I can't wait to pull off this look and so on and after I'd had him it just came to a point Karen, where I just thought to myself I just do I want to be spending this time that I have right now to be dyeing my hair yeah I could be doing a home facial I could be having a soak in the bath I could be sleeping you know I could be watching a Netflix show but instead I'm dyeing my hair because when I dye my hair I don't go in front of my hubby he has never seen like dye my hair, right? So, really? um I don't go in front of him. So yeah, yeah, I just I just I just haven't from from day dot one. And so I think Does it embarrass that, you? What what why is that? Does yeah, it embarrass I mean, you? I, I think I think so. I think because he's uh, younger than me. Um I guess when we got together, I just wanted to have that impression for him that, you know, like I am young looking. We I wake up like this. My hair. I don't... <laughs> yes, yes. So it's like, you know, and he's um, he's Filipino. And like, you know, about Filipinos, like they have amazing skin. They, they age very slowly and they, you know, they just look really good. And so I was just, I just didn't want him to know that I used to do that. So I, after the second mm. child, I was just like, I just can't, I can't do this. And then um, two years down, a year and a half down the line, when it was time for him to go to nursery, I thought, um, okay, great. You know, now I can get to hairdresser and get my highlights. He was only in for four hours. Um, and that wasn't enough time for me to leave home, get to my salon, get my hair yeah. done and get back to pick him up. And I think that's when it just put everything into perspective. And I just thought, I just don't have the time. I just yeah. don't want to waste my time sat in the salon chair. I don't mind getting the haircut, but I'm someone who, even when I go to get my nails done, and the only reason I get my nails done is because I've got these really two ugly ones here that I've got stuck <laughs> in a, yeah, I got stuck in a fan once and they just like disfigured the way my two fingers look. So even when I sit there and get my nails done, it's 40 minutes max. And I just sit there just thinking, 
I really hate this process. I hate having to sit here and wait here and wait for you guys to do my nails. Even though they look, they're going to look great, I'm going to feel great at the end yeah. of it. But I hate the time that I'm spending here having to get this done. You know? It's yeah. Time. Well, as you get older, it's not even yeah. about the money. Yeah, I mean, it costs a lot of money, but it's time. Time becomes so important as you get older about how you want to spend it. Yes. And also when you have children as well, you do prioritise what what really is important to you in life. Yeah. Yeah, Don't you know what it's like. Your kids come first in everything. Yeah. So whether it's you know it's health, it's you know feeding your staff and them. But when it's between feeding yourself and feeding your child, it's always mm. going to be about them first. And you know it's the same when it came to my hair, my own kind of vanity kind of things. Where it's just thinking, well, I could really be doing this with the kids or even without the kids. You know. Yeah. Do you think that there is a stigma to getting older? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when I look at um, sort of adverts, even now, when I look at social media, a lot of it, very young, very polished people, you know, trying to look younger than what they are. And a lot of the time, uh, you know, for people, hair is such a priority, especially dyeing it as part of the process. But I don't see a lot of older women modelling. I, I, I'm sort of seeing something like uh, a Dove does very well in sort of trying to um include like include people from all different aspects of diversity yeah but I don't see a lot of people so do you think there is a stigma there is but I also think there's a there's a movement trying to change it one being the silver sister community that's on Instagram you know I see it like Mm. not just a big community but also like a movement almost Mm. like a rebellious kind of um knock back to the rest of the rest of the people who just aren't accepting of it as in like no we're standing our ground this is how we want to do it and we're completely okay with it if you're not okay with it it's your problem basically because I'm okay with it but when it comes to the aging since I've been going gray there's also a company called bias cut that do clothes and all this and um they are you know pro-aging I did I did a little modeling stint with them Um, yeah so they whenever they do their photo shoots or anything like that they want to have older women they want to have women who do have gray in their hair which I really like so so normal women they want just normal women yeah yeah everyday women yeah not polished women not people that have gone uh you know dieted excessively you know weight trained excessively you know they want actual real women yeah wearing their real clothes and yeah you know and that's it and looking because that is I mean that is what the world is isn't it there's a it's a mixture of people no one's the same but you're right everybody I think it's gotten worse now this whole thing about aging um with social media you know people looking fantastic people getting so much work done on their faces you know to make themselves look like they they're just not aging and you know I've seen some I've got nothing against people who do work on their face. I mean, if they do it the right way, it's their choice. I'm not saying I would never do it. God knows what's going to happen in about 10 years down the line. But then I've seen on the flip side, I've seen some women who started so young. And honestly, I just look at them and I just think, what happened? Like, how did you get to that point that you got so excessive? Like, one woman is, and, you know, I I love her work. I love what she does. She's um, a makeup artist in America. I can't believe I don't remember her name now. Dress Your Face, I think. Mm. And, you know, I see her face now and I just think to myself, like, you, like you're unrecognisable from the person. You were beautiful before. Yeah, and she really was. She was beautiful. Yeah. And now when I've seen her without her makeup, it's like her cheeks have, like, 
doubled in size that mm. way and that way and I just thought it's really sad I just it, it becomes um addictive mm. it? it becomes like every sort of every part of you that you know when you when you do one thing there's something else that you you sort of like notice and you feel you've got to correct it yeah. you don't there's no embrace it there's no yeah and do you but do you think like that's also to do with the person that's doing the procedures on her is don't you think there's an onus on like the medical team or the sort of cosmetic team to say enough is enough yeah but we don't know that could have that could be the case you know look at michael jackson they told him that enough was enough not comparing the two but no you know, he's still, when you're adamant and you feel like you you know you're not seeing what everybody else is seeing all you're seeing is the yeah. let's say the deformities or what's wrong in your face even though there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing that those people can do to convince yeah. you because you already made up your mind now this is how i look this is how i want to look now tomorrow continue mm. to look i yeah. feel like you know at the end of the day they're they're not counselors they're not therapists you know they're still going to make their money and they can only advise i guess right and you're right in some cases there might be people who just basically might encourage women oh but you know here oh but here so you yeah. know i remember when i went to get microbraided from a completely different place where i usually go and she had said to me you know um she had thought i'd gone in for a lot more work and she started pointing at my lip you know she started putting out this that and i was just like oh i'm only going to get my microbladed but <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> i won't be coming back <laughs> yeah but, uh, you know it was uh, it was just interesting what they see and i feel like it's it's really scary because there, there, there is there, there is a certain amount of people who all just want to look the same. They just mm. all want to have that same look. They've got to have that yeah. same lip. They've got to have yeah. the same kind of eyes. That same kind of like angle thing going over here. That yeah. you know, originality, looking normal, looking original, almost makes you look dull because it's like you're not conforming. You're not being part of the pack. The movement, that yeah. movement that's happening. And you know, I to me, I bring it all down to the Kardashians at the end of the day. You know. You know what. <laughs> you know what I remember saying a couple of years ago they've got a lot to, to answer to haven't yeah. they because yeah. they've really glorified you know and glamorized yeah. you know procedures I mean I think it's a part I think Kendall is it, is it Kendall and Courtney really? are the only no oh, oh. sorry Kendall and Courtney are the only ones that haven't really had any work done yeah I mean have. yeah yeah I mean they they say that but I just think to myself we don't really know do we no we don't know we don't know but they they seem to be a, a very a very different look yeah compared to the other three isn't yeah there? that's very true that's very true yeah. I mean even with um I think Chloe Kardashian just recently there was this picture that had gone out and it hadn't been filtered or anything like that and she was like you know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this and I just thought to myself wow like you know like I feel for you but it's because of the standard that you set you guys have set this standard you guys have set this filtered kind of lifestyle mm. and it's the way it looks like for example like you know the whole body stuff i remember when i was younger my older cousins um mm. they would be like does my bum look big in this does my bum look big in this you didn't want to have a big bum but they had really nice hips and they had a really nice butt and uh we would just be like we were younger we were like no you look lovely because we just always thought those older cousins were gorgeous and um, so when the Kardashians made their movement and they were all about, you know, curves, I think to myself, no, you're kind of misleading here because you're not all mm. just about curves. You're showing women who might not have a big butt or a shapely mm. butt, 
um, that, you know what, this is what beauty is. So whether you're going to go now get it implanted or whether you're going to go through your insecurities, you're going to mm. now feel that you're not perfect because you don't have that thin waist and that big butt. So don't make mm. it about curves to me because that's not what you're demonstrating. Marilyn Monroe was someone who had curves, you know, she had mm. soft skin and natural, natural. Yeah. yeah. So I just think you're right. They've just got so much to answer, but I just don't feel like they care. You know what? They make their money, they get on with it. I think they have. They have made their money, haven't they? And there's something about, you know, I mean, they they do portray that they weren't born into money, but they were born into wealth. That there is no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they have uh, used their social media platform and like, you know, and, and got to being multimillionaires in their own right. I mean, there's something very a bit like Trump there's something very business-like in it yeah, and what they've done yeah. they, they've they've sort of latched on to what they know which is beauty yeah well and also I think you know they've done I mean when I look at them these women five women you know including their mother you guys have done as women you know what a name you've made for yourselves you know you're like everybody knows you basically mm. you know? and that's for women that's actually a great thing but it also comes with that very big negative connotation of how you've done it because you've also, in that same time, made women either want to look exactly like you or made women feel a hell of a lot more insecure because of you. you it's know? very expensive as well. You know, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a financial element. And, you know, you do see, like, you know, you hear stories and, like, you know, some reality shows on how much people spend on themselves, yeah. on, you know, because they don't, they want to, they don't want to embrace their natural look. They actually want to change themselves. And as, as you say, there's something about changing something for confidence. Yeah. Like Kylie did her lips, okay? So she, so she, yeah, I get that, lips. But it, it seems obvious that she's done a lot more yeah. than just her lips. Yeah. So it hasn't stopped there. Yeah. And yeah, and I just find like, especially with the Kardashians, because they were born into wealth, that they had the money at their disposal didn't they but yeah. yet there's a lot of people that do use the nhs um and also get into debt mm. because yeah. they want to change their appearance yeah and that, that shocks me as well and that's quite sad isn't it it's really sad it's really upsetting actually because you just mm. think you know these are people that women who very i mean there, there are women who have actually got children yeah and put themselves through this so it's when it becomes an addiction, it's almost like tattoos, isn't it? Once you get the mm. one tattoo, you want another and you want another. Mm. But, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a bit like... I, um, I don't see change happening. That's the thing. I only seeing. I only see it selling. I feel like there's, a, there's always going to be... There's, it's now that we're coming to a world where there's groups of people, right? Yeah. There's the groups that are like, you know, yeah, I'm going to embrace my grades. There's the groups that are like, no, no, no. You know, we're so anti that. We just we don't see it no matter how many women we see in our face you've got the group that'll be like no I wouldn't have any work done I'm just going to age gracefully look after myself and you've got that group's going to be like no, no no, I'm going to continue to work do you know what I mean I just feel mm. like there's, there's a it's just an interesting time let's put it that way it is and it's sort of it there's sort of in it goes hand in hand this sort of celebrity lifestyle as well doesn't it yeah because I'm, I'm finding like the whole Instagram influencer thing um that's starting to change as well you know there seems to be like people are changing their appearance or or making themselves look a certain way for followers for likes because yeah 
likes and followers on our currency right because it opens yeah. doors to other things yeah and I'm finding that there's a, a real celebrity craze at the moment as well yeah about people you know and and people I don't like saying this word but like kind of exploiting their children as well I mean you're hearing Kerry Katona is getting her 13 year old to like take pictures for her for the fans only sort of platform and uh you know that sort of disturbs me the fact yeah. that you're sort of you're bringing your children in and sort of a bit like what Chris Jenner's done she sort of made money from her own children mm. there's a there's a certain exploitation there isn't there as well yeah. that goes hand in hand yeah yeah if you're in a in a park or you're out somewhere and someone randomly takes a picture of your kid you'll have an issue with that yeah but yet you're pushing your kid out there on a public platform and you know that that's that's okay um, mm. I don't really have I don't have my kids on Facebook on social media on anything like that to be honest mm. um, I think it's weird my... now isn't it it's weird if you don't have a social media presence now yeah which is yeah. Re- which is really yeah. strange I always now think to myself when my kids grow up saying uh, why were we never on your Facebook why were we never on this and it's like you know like my everything of mine on social media is public you know I can't mm. make it private. exactly I'm a makeup artist at the end of the day but you know it's Sometimes I think to myself, should I just start a private page that no one else can see? Because then I just think, nah, but then you're in the system, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I always think as well, right, when I see lots of people out there with taking children, and I have I have no, I don't there's no judgment there. But I always think to myself, I haven't asked my daughter's permission. And how can she make that decision? Yeah. She's not an adult. Yeah. You know, she, she can't make that decision. Yeah. So I, I find that I'm I'm trying to respect her privacy to a certain degree as well yeah. from protecting her. But also, you know, what if at 18 or 21, she says to me, why did you put me on there? Yeah. You know, yeah. And if I, if I do have a picture, you can't see her face on it. So there's a the back of her yeah. head yeah. Or, so, or something like that, or, or it's all darkened or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I find I'm trying to protect her, but can we protect our children from this sort of, celebrity craze this social media craze this you know what probably not standards craze, craze. The only thing we can do is we can just basically educate as long as we've got control keep them away from it if that's what our mm. choice is but you know they're going to come to a point where they're going to have that mobile phone in their hand yeah. and life is going to change right but all i can say is like what i think with my kids um we can only have rules discipline and education mm. that's it you know yeah it is worrying so going back to your, you mentioned your husband earlier. What does he think about you embracing your silver hair? So I brought it up to him about two years ago. And right. I sent him all these pictures of these young girls who actually had that silver hair look, that proper all silver and metallic kind of look. And yeah, because it's in fashion, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fashion. And he's just looking at it and he was like, no, nah, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, Hudge. I'm not feeling it. And I thought, oh, God, like, oh, my God. And so back then was when I wanted to actually do it. And I just thought, okay, you know, if he's not feeling it, I won't do it. So I carried on with my highlights and dying this front bit at home. And then he, um, and then when, just before, like, the lockdown, um, about four months before that, I just got really fed up my son was at nursery and I was like I just can't be bothered to do my hair anymore so I put it out on my Instagram stories I was just talking to them just saying you know I'm just thinking I can't be bothered to do my hair anymore almost like I had to voice it and let everybody know that this could possibly Mm. be happening very soon were you asking permission 
We no, must give permission. No, no, no. I, it was letting people know that if you see me in the street, it's not that I've let myself go. I've made this decision to do it, right? So <laughs> it, before that, it wasn't permission. It was letting them know. She's going for a breakdown. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't lost my home. I haven't, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> like, I haven't gone bankrupt. That I can't afford to die. I'm just basically, I'm, do, I'm doing this because it's a choice. So that's what I wanted to put out there. Um, and then um, I think that must have been about November time. And then come early February, I went to the hairdresser for the last time. Um, and I just said to her, and I said, look, I want to grow my greys out. I haven't spoken to my hubby about it. And I said, I want to grow them out. So can you put highlights in? I said, to just blend it. And what she ended yeah. up doing was she did it, but she, I felt like she covered too much of my grey. Like I would have been a lot right. more far along if she hadn't done that. But that was my last dye. And then... Like, I feel like a um, grey hair transition cheater in a way because then the lockdown happened. So I didn't have to face anyone oh. for about three, four months anyway, right? Oh, okay, okay. And three, the first three months, I would say, are probably the hardest, three to four months, or anything between three to five months, actually, depending on your hair growth. That is the hardest phase because once it starts, all you want to do is get to that point of where it looks intentional, where when people look yes. at you, they'll be like, oh, you've done it on purpose. Not that you forgot to die or not that you've let yourself go. Now I'm there, you know, like people know that, that this is on purpose. But, you know, I was lucky. It was lockdown. So, mm. and then Hubby asked me, I think about, he didn't even notice, to be honest, like the fact that I'd been doing that. Really? And, yeah, he didn't notice until I said it to him. It was him such about, a big thing for you, isn't it? But isn't that poetic? It was such a huge sort of, it sounds like a, like, a real massive decision you made. Yeah. And he was like... Didn't even know, like, didn't even. He didn't even notice until I pointed it out to him. I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm thinking about just letting my greys grow now. It must be about three months down." And he says, "You're not going to die anymore." And I was like, "No." And he goes, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "Yep." And then I think about a month later, he asked me again, and he goes, "So you're not going to dye your hair again?" And I said, "No, I'm not going to do it." Um, and then I showed him Instagram, and then I showed him, look, you know, I've been documenting my journey. So he had no idea that I'd been doing this on Instagram. Oh, my God. And I was like, look, I've been documenting my journey. I said, look how many women I go. I, I said to him, you know, I, like, look at these messages that feel inspired, have wanted to now give it a go themselves. Um, look how many women are doing this. And I feel like then he just kind of like, okay, you know, like, you're making a difference. Like, it might be a small one in many people's eyes, but for that person, you're actually making yeah. a big difference. And I think it kind of changed his mindset after that. And yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't look at it any which way now. I think he sees it like, as in like, she, she rocks it. And that's what I'm like, Sharon. Honestly, I'm, oh. I don't mean to be big headed or, you know, conceited or anything like that. But I am the kind of person, whenever I've had a hairstyle or anything, done anything with my hair, I've always felt like I can rock it. I can rock it. I'm going to get like red hair. I can rock it. I'm going to get jet black. I'm going to rock it. I'm going to get fringe. I'm going to rock it. And then with the gray hair, yeah, and the gray hair was the same. I was like, you know what? I could do it. I I'm going to rock it. I'm going to rock it. And that's why I always just think in my mind about my hair. Yeah. Is I'm going to rock it. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I love that. And have you had anything, anyone negative like from family or especially from yeah. south asian sort of communities yeah you know what I, i'll be honest compared to a lot of women that i've spoken to and i've heard from and you know who have responded to like i had something up on youtube about negative comments you know it just really really surprises me how people how horrible people can be about other yeah. people's gray hair like it can be really offensive to them that somebody else is going gray um and in initially when i was gonna, when i was doing it my brother did say to me that, you know what, are you, do you want to check with your hubby? Like, is that going to be all right? Check with him? Yeah. 
yeah. Ask permission. I, I went back with, uh, da, 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 and he came back yeah. with, okay. You know, like um, I was just saying it, looking out for you. And I think the thing was, um, I got I got a bit defensive because I was just like, hang on, I haven't actually even told him about it. He uh, He's seen, I don't know whether he's seen it or not, but, you know, I've, I've come to a point in my life now where it doesn't matter who's affected by what I do to myself. It's my body. Um, and and that's it. I will do what I want to do. And, and that's how I feel about it. Um, and then my sister saw me, I think about two months or, yeah, about two months later, we were on a Zoom call and uh, she was like, oh, Haji, I don't know about your hair. And I was like, stop there. I said, I don't want to hear it. I said, my decision's made. I said, so there's no point telling me what you think about it. If it's a negative thing, don't bother telling me. I said, because I'm still going to do it. So there's no point. And she went, okay, then, okay, okay, that's fine. But when I got four or five months mm. down the line, then they were all like, it looks really good. You know, it's looking really good. I know, right? Yeah. And then after that, there was nothing. And until recently, I just had my um, a family member um, who's married into the family make a comment. But I feel like it was on purpose because it was after my negative comment thing. I think, you know, I'd had the vertical campaign go on or whatever. And I think it was just a way of just, just being do, a, bit, do think, a bit horrible. Yeah. Do you think people, how do I put this? Do you think people, I don't want to say jealous, but really, because it's quite empowering what you're doing. It's actually, it's really inspiring. You've got a lot of followers as well that love what you're doing. I've actually read a lot of comments as well um, that people make on your page and things. And, you know, I can see where you sort of stop replying because there's so many. <laughs> Yeah, I've had to, I had to get to a like point positive. where it's just like, like, like now because I'm just like, yeah. I can't respond to every single thing. I'm a mother, I've yeah. got kids, you know, there's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's really time consuming. So yeah. if I have but, something to say, then I will yeah. go and say it. But yeah, yeah, like it. Yeah. Well, this is it. And so do, do you find uh, sometimes, because I've been there where people have put someone down and it's sometimes it's kind of these, like, even these sort of like, backhanded comments as well and I think do you think people are envious do you think people like are a bit envious of how empowering and actually you say about this movement and how many followers are loving your vibe and loving what your the narrative that you are trying to get out there the movement you know that you're trying to make of embracing your own beauty yeah I think um sure I think it can be I think it can be the envious side I think it can also go deeper I think it can bring up a lot of insecurities in people when they see someone yeah um being loud about something and uh, kind of loud about self-acceptance I think it can very it can hit them um hit their insecurities in a big way if there's a big part of them that doesn't have self-acceptance mm. where maybe they're not sure in themselves they're maybe not just generally happy in their lives yeah um, and I think that's what happens they just get triggered by people like that and and I'll tell you why I know this because I think I used to be that kind of a person you know I think I we all have haven't we been, I haven't always been that perfect person I haven't I'm not perfect now but you know as you grow you know once you have children you get a little bit wiser you start seeing the world through different eyes but Sure, I remember times when I was in my 20s, even in my early 30s, where, you know, now I can see that when I felt intimidated or insecure or I had to face some, some kind of um, truth about myself that someone was reflecting to me, 
I could, I would, I would react very differently. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be very nice. I, mm. you know, would find a reason not to put them down, but maybe to talk about them to put them down. You know, like yeah, um, yeah. So now when I, I feel like that's why now I can see why people might have certain behaviors because, you know, I think I was that kind of a person once. So yeah, we're not all uh, we're, no, no. perfect, you know. We've got our flaws, but we learn. That's some, that's the important thing, isn't it? That if you're learning from it and you're growing, mm. I think you've actually just nailed something there. Um, the fact that we're different people. We're from twenty years ago, and when you look at the young people that are changing themselves, it's not just people our age that want to get young. It's actually how scary young people are getting these sort of procedures done yeah and sort of you know wearing certain things and trying to you know be out there as someone to be looked at and be beautiful yeah because in 20 years time that girl who's had her fillers done who's had a botox at 20 and things like that you know that there, there will be a regret because you've already uh, at such a young age and for so many years as well changed and pulled and, and you put sort of chemicals within your body, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And and I think that if you're affected by your confidence then, you have insecurities then, it's just going to carry on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting. I think also, I don't know if you find this, but some of the girls can be so young that it actually ages and they look older than what yeah. they're supposed to be and what they are because of the fact that they've had these procedures. And I find it fascinating when I see um, like some TikTok videos or anything like that, younger girls and just like talking about oh life and what they've learned and this experience. And I just look at them, I just think it's actually really endearing and cute because like you haven't actually experienced life yet. Like you know, you've got have so you lost your house? Life. Have you yeah. lost your job? You've got you know, so much to learn yet. Like, about have you been through child, like, child, yeah, yeah, child labor? Yeah, it's like they, 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 they will quote or talk in a way that you know what? That's they've experienced all of life now by the age of like twenty five, and I think my oh. God, like that's like a quarter of your life. That's nothing, nothing. When I look yeah. back when I was twenty five, I'm just like, wow, like, what did I really know? Nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I do. I know exactly. So. How do you, what, what are you up to these days? So you said you've done a little bit of modelling as well. Yeah, yeah. Have you got um, anything in the pipeline that you're working uh, towards? Yeah, so I basically, I'm focusing on my YouTube channel, which is, um, I wanted to start that about three years ago. I just for like, initially, before I went grey, for Asian women over 40 and how our skin changes and how makeup changes application and everything. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to do that. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then when I started to go grey, I thought, oh my God, mm. like, have I just messed that up? And then I was in this dilemma, no, but I want to go grey. But yeah, you were planning on doing this, da, da, da. And it wasn't until about three, four months down the line, I thought, well, hey, I can do both of them together, actually, because yeah. actually I don't see women like me with grey hair on uh, yeah. TV either. So then I just thought, you know what, I want to push this. And my response has been really good. I mean, I only started it in February and it's been really nice like just seeing how many women and comments and organic subscribers and that's what's really yeah. they're organic you know they're people who are interested they want to know more and and it makes me feel really good knowing that I can make that kind of a kind of a difference and then on the flip side I do have my um my Instagram and I do have companies that have approached me just say you know would you mind testing this out or 
another company that basically will say, you know, can you do this? And, you know, it'll be a paid partnership. We will pay you. So that that's quite wow. exciting because I'm a makeup artist anyway. Um, yeah. And I'm still doing my makeup artistry on the side. Uh, so just like the jobs have opened up now, makeup's opened up. It's been quite slow, to be honest. But, you know, I just think to myself, I'm one of those people that just believe, like, look, it's going to happen. Whatever it is, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to work out. So, um, yeah, I'm just like concentrating on getting them message out and then just carrying on with my makeup and, and spending time with my kids like yeah. they're growing one seven the other one's three and I'm just like seven to eight is such a big jump it's like literally from that young kid to a younger boy now you know like, yeah getting so ready for sec- secondary out. school yeah another sort of sort of uh f- sort of phase yeah yeah another phase of like teenage years and young adults yeah so just soaking up the kids you know I'm just lucky that I I can I can do that with uh, this time that I've I've got right now amazing well Hadji thank you so much for coming on my uh podcast it's been thank amazing you for having me Sharon I just wanted to say just keep on making me laugh I love your reels <laughs> honestly like they are just when I watch them I'm just like my god this you're just so funny you're just oh so bless you I love it so carry on I mean, and oh. I'm just so happy that you wanted to actually have this chat with me as well because once you connected with me I just thought great so there's a demographic of women that Sharon's got that you know the gray hair will get pushed to now you know that I Absolutely. might not have reached yet and that's what it is just getting that message about out about self-acceptance and that's another and that's- thing that happens women just say it's not going to grow like yours and you know, I won't look like you. And I thought it was going to be all silver. So did I. And look at me. I'm all black yeah. over here and over here. But everyone's growth is different. Everyone's journey, just like in life, your journey is different. Everyone's hair growth is different. That's it. And yeah, I just feel like, you know, it makes me really sad to think about generations like my mother's or and stuff like that that have got to the, the point pressure where it's really, they're diff- it's really difficult now because they're, they're yeah. much older. And it's like, but I still don't want to dye my hair because now if I don't stop dyeing my hair, I'm going to look way older. And, and I feel like they're just in such a rut that <laughs> my mom's yeah. okay. She's a silver hair already. But yeah, just other women. And I just want to try and push it out there. Like, you know what? Yeah. Let's, let's just be us. If, you, if you're doing stuff for the sake of other people, just reevaluate you know, your priorities in life. And when you become important to yourself, mm-hmm. where you think, you know what? I don't want to do this or I want to do this. And you do it for yourself, right? I could listen to you all day. I could I'm literally. Sorry, I know. I, I, I talk I could, so much when I get no. onto this kind of tangent. I'm really sorry. I just. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is this is a podcaster's dream where they can just sit back and just listen. Yeah, I'm I just literally here like a preacher, aren't I? <laughs> I'm just down. saying. I, I can see you on a stage like Tony Robbins talking about your hair. I can just see it. Well, let's see. That might be a vision. I might start manifesting that one. Write it down. Me? Write it down. <laughs> yeah you know start start getting out there into the universe but thank you it's been amazing and I will be putting you on my platform because that's what I love I I love supporting and you know and being inspired and empowered by people like you especially women like you so thank you so much it's been wonderful to have you you. bye Bye. (laughs)